23 hours listeners, what's going on? I'm your host, Games with Gerds. Today's going to be focusing on how you can torch stubborn body fat and build muscle simultaneously. We're going to dive into the science on how you can achieve this. And ultimately, we're going to discuss whether or not this should be your current focus when it comes to your physique and your body composition. I'm going to share with you guys a little bit about my story and uh, more importantly about the simplicity of your diet and your training protocols and how they tie in together regardless of what your physique goals are. So we're really going to simplify things today to the best of our ability, but do know this is science, so it, it, it requires context, okay? So I just want you guys to maybe bookmark this episode, maybe listen to it a second time and take some notes because there's definitely going to be some nuggets in there for you to be able to improve your body composition, but more importantly, know why it's important for you to do certain things at certain times in your training journey to ultimately fulfill your vision of becoming the best physical version of yourself. So I'm excited for today's episode. And uh, without further ado, let's jump into it. So the real question is, is how do you, the busy professional, or simply the individual has a ton on their plate, take care of your physical fitness and long-term health without sacrificing performance in the other 23 hours of your life. Welcome to the 23 Hours Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Gerds. This podcast will discuss different strategies and tactics that you can utilize in life, business, and fitness to accomplish more and sacrifice less. This podcast will also explore how that one hour of exercise a day builds and fosters the successful habits that are necessary to crush the other 23 hours in your life. I'm thankful that you're here listening, and I can't wait for you to get value from the 23 Hours Podcast. Hey, everybody, quick message for you. 23 Hours Virtual Coaching just got an upgrade. You know, my personal brand of coaching um, just launched our new proprietary app where we lay out specific protocols for every individual client um, to ultimately help them get better results, not just in their fitness journey, but also with their mindset and their personal development, their personal growth, and ultimately the person they're trying to become. So if you feel kind of overloaded with information right now and uncertain on which info you should take action on, which is the exact same way I felt when I was getting into my fitness journeys, I just simply didn't know what to do. It wasn't the lack of information, it was the overload of it. Then I would encourage you guys to go to gainswithgirds.com and click the link in the top right corner of any page and schedule a free discovery call with me. So we can determine the possibilities of what it would look like if you had the right information laid out for you through this custom app we just launched on a daily basis. Not just what to do, but how much to do of it with your diet with your training protocols and, and more importantly with your mindset and your personal development and how you can take strides towards the person that you were designed to be. So I can't wait to speak with you guys. Go to gainswithgirds.com, schedule a free discovery call with me to hear more about this new app we've launched and uh, it's no strings attached. Let's just see if this is a good fit for you for where you are in your journey and I cannot wait to speak with you. Let's get back to the show. So I got to be completely transparent with you guys. I tried to write a blog on this and it's still in the process of being edited, um, but it's a very challenging topic and I'm really excited to do it in, in a podcast format because it'll allow 
um, me to kind of just open up and um, really dive into kind of the complexity of this topic, right? A lot of people like to think that you can just train a certain way and uh, do more cardio and you'll be burning fat and building muscle because you're lifting weights, right? And, you know, that's, that's not a bad thing. Like movement is therapy, right? So I always encourage people to exercise at all costs, regardless of whether or not they're paying attention to their diet. But when it comes to this conversation today, I want to just kind of prove to you guys how much your diet is important if that is your goal, right? If you're trying to burn muscle and shred fat simultaneously, um, nutrition, you know, specifically sports nutrition is going to be pivotal. Okay. And I'm excited to just kind of dive into this today with you guys, because when I was in my early twenties, one of the things that I tried to do was get really, really swole. And uh, I was definitely making progress. And in my head, I was just, just new to eat more, right? If I wanted to gain muscle or gain weight, because I think I was probably at like 205 at the time, and I wanted to go up to 220. And I wanted to stay relatively lean while I did that, right? So I was really just trying to build muscle, but I wasn't tracking my nutrition, right? So I was just kind of like training really hard in the gym. I was really, really knowledgeable when it came to training. Um, but when it came to nutrition, I hadn't yet you know, really dived into everything that I could learn about varying your calorie and macronutrient intake on a daily basis to achieve certain goals when it comes to your physique. So why do I say that like, when it comes to your physique, certain goals, most people's goal is typically the same, right? When I get on a discovery call with somebody, which I've done over 500 consultations over the past, you know, five years, half decade, with clients from all different backgrounds and everybody's goal is typically the same, right? Like I want to look better naked. I want to, for my lifestyle clients, I want to, you know, have more muscle mass, be more toned, whatever those words or common terminology that society likes to use. And, uh, I get where you're coming from is what I'm trying to say. Okay. I, I get it. And my goals are pretty similar, but here's the deal. When it comes to your program and your protocols with your diet and your training, and your recovery, it's not that simple. And it shouldn't be that simple because if you're working with a coach who's worth their salt, they should be able to assess what you've been doing, where you're at in your fitness journey, what your dietetic history is, like what you've been eating prior to meeting with them. And they should be able to come up with protocols specific to your situation. No cookie cutter bullshit. Like literally, you cannot build muscle and burn fat at certain periods in your training journey. It's just not feasible. Unless you're obviously if you're not a natural athlete, that's a different conversation. Okay, so always remember context is everything on this podcast. Like, if you're using anything, okay, anabolics, peptides, whatever it may be, then a lot of this today might not necessarily be applicable to you. However, it could be okay, so I just want to be clear on that. Like, and that's something that as a professional coach myself, I consider with all of my clients that come to me or all of the consult discovery calls that I do is like, hey, you know, are you taking any supplements or ergogenic aids that I need to know about? Because that does impact things. Okay, so we're not going to get into that today. But I do want you to understand is that like, one of the things that frustrates me most about this industry is that the people online that have a lot of attention touting, you know, oh, build muscle and burn fat at the same time, you know, they're on gear. Okay. So whatever works for them is not going to work for you because you're not on gear. Okay. And that's kind of my, if you've listened to my like kind of origin story, 
Um, that is part of my story is that I was massively misinformed because I was reading the magazines and, and, um, following the people online that were the most popular at the time, not really knowing that, that because they were using a lot of their protocols, that stuff they could do wasn't going to work for me. Right. And the same is true for you. Even if like you're following a coach who's natural, like don't just try and copycat what they do because your body's different. You're at a different point in your training journey, in your fitness journey. So I wanted to just kind of start with that because I was in a really good position when I started tracking macros to do so because I was already eating in a caloric surplus and gaining weight. Right. And I was already probably floating around 10% body fat. I was a trainer at the time. So my activity level was really, really high. That was back when I was a strength coach. And, you know, as much as I was sharing, you know, macro recommendations for my clients at the time, I wasn't necessarily doing it for myself because I didn't really see the value in it. Okay. But I can tell you that since I started doing that, okay, since I've started really, really paying more attention to my diet and tracking macros, I now feel like I have complete control over my body composition at any time of year, at any time of day, okay? And I want the same for you because that is where you really unlock your personal power when it comes to your health pillar in your life and you feel like you're in total control, okay? So this education today is gonna be extremely valuable for you guys and it's a topic that I wanted to do on the podcast because man, there are so many different scenarios, okay? So we're gonna start with just you know energy balance, okay? And if you've got a pen and paper, just write this down, energy balance. Like, what is it? What does that mean? I've mentioned it briefly on the show before, but energy balance is what's going on inside your body in regards to how many calories you're intaking on a daily basis versus how many calories you're expending. It's really that simple. That's energy balance. And if you're in like positive energy balance, okay, if you guys have have downloaded my food hacks document from gainswithgirds.com, you guys can go there and you guys can actually purchase that. And it has all of this laid out for you and equations that you can use to identify where you're at specifically. Remember I said specificity is everything. So you can't go follow cookie cutter stuff from people online because it's not specific to you. Okay. Anything that I put up is going to have some sort of specificity or way that you can apply it to your unique scenario. Okay. That's one of the, one of the main differentiating factors of 23 hours is that everything we put out, I just focus on context, right? Because it might not apply to you. So with your energy balance, 90% of the people that I do discovery calls with once again, are under eating when they come to me, regardless of what their goal is. And what's crazy is that most of them are actually overweight or not happy with their body composition. They have an excess amount of body fat, okay? And they don't like the way they look in the mirror. And they're saying, hey, I've been training in the gym. I've been doing this workout. I've been weight training and doing cardio. And here's what I eat on a daily basis. It's, you know, I eat healthy, quote unquote, healthy. I love when people use the word a healthy food. Um, because I don't look at it that way at all. It's like, what are, what are the macros in it and how many calories is in it? That's the only thing I care about. Okay. Now, obviously I follow the 80, 20 rule and I preach that with all of my clients, 80% of the food you consume should be a high nutrient density. 20% can be whatever the hell you want it to be. Okay. Nutrient density is like, you know, an apple has a, a lot better nutrient density than a candy bar. Okay. Or half a candy bar probably the same amount of calories each, okay, a big apple and, you know, a quarter of a, a chocolate bar or candy bar, 
they're probably equal in calories, but one has more nutrients, right? Micronutrients. We talk about macros a lot, but micros are your vitamins and minerals. That's what I mean when I say nutrient density. You can see why I wanted to do a podcast on this and not a blog because there is so much information. So don't get overwhelmed. Just remember you can rewind, pause, bookmark certain spots in today's episode to help you out. But energy balance is, is really that simple. How many calories are you consuming on a daily basis through the food and drink that you consume? And how many calories are you expending on a daily basis? through a culmination of factors. And that's why I encourage you guys to go get the food hacks document at gameswithgirds.com is because it kind of walks you through what makes up your total daily energy expenditure or how much you expend on a daily basis. You're either going to be in positive energy balance or negative energy balance based off of your amount that you consume versus the amount that you expend, right? So if I personally right now, I'll just share mine. I'm at about 30 uh, 3000 to 3,200 calories daily. Um, some days are high for me. Some days are low because I'm doing carb cycling in a negative energy balance, which we'll get to, uh, don't let these terms confuse you. This is really actually simple stuff. Um, we're just talking about numbers and because I'm eating 3,100 calories, let's say today, I know that based off my calculations, which you can view in the food hacks document I told you about, I'm expending on a daily basis total probably about 34, 3,500 calories, right? So I am in negative energy balance, right? Because I am actually expending 3,500 calories a day, including my training, whereas I'm eating 3,100. So I am in negative energy balance or interchangeably, I can say a caloric deficit. You hear that a lot, right? Are you in a deficit, bro? Or are you in a surplus? A surplus would mean... Okay, I'm expending 3,500 on a daily basis, but I'm eating 4,000, right? So I'm in a surplus. I'm in positive energy balance because I'm in, I'm consuming more than I'm expending on a daily basis. Does that make sense to you guys? That is how your body gains or loses weight. It's that. That's it. It's that simple. Like, and here's the crazy thing: when people do any type of diet, okay, and you go to the doctor and they're like, "You need to follow the Mediterranean diet," or Oh, you're trying keto. How's that working for you? Okay. Forget all of that. Forget the, the macronutrient distribution. Forget, oh, I'm eating low carb, high fat. None of that matters. The only thing that matters is calories when it comes to gaining or losing weight. Okay. Macros, protein, carbs, fats, alcohol are the four macronutrients that there's different compositions of, of those macros and different foods that we eat. Okay. And that's where you get more specific. That's where you can really tie it in. Okay. That's where you can really, really take control of, of what changes are occurring in your body and how you feel on a daily basis, all the way down to like your, your cognitive function and your energy levels. Okay. I wrote a blog on food for thought at gainswithgirds.com as well. If you guys want to go check that out, it talks about eating carbs whenever you have a very mentally, um, a, a mentally exert, exerting task, right? Where you have to do something that requires a high level of cognitive function, carbs help with that. So reason I bring that up is because like, just forget what you know, okay? Forget what you heard before and understand that it is calories in versus calories out for energy balance. And if you're in a surplus, your body will gain weight 
And if you're in a deficit, your body will lose weight. But here's the problem. <laughs> Is it that simple, really? There's this thing called metabolic adaptation, okay? And what that means is that your body, our bodies are amazing, guys. They're just incredible. And they adapt, our metabolism adapts to whatever level of intake that we have been consuming consistently, right? We're habitual. Human beings are, are habitual in nature. So you probably typically eat the same foods or have the same eating patterns. And here's the deal with that. Your body adapts to that. And it can stop responding. It'll say you've been eating underfeeding. Like I said, the majority of people that come to me are underfeeding. What happens is your body says, hey, Tyler, you've been underfeeding us for quite some time. And you're training too. And you're expending a lot of calories. We're going to start conserving energy. Okay. And there's a good amount of science to support metabolic adaptation. However, a lot of the science has been done on obese or overweight populations, like extremely overweight populations, which might not really um, relate to you because I'm assuming that you guys are training and you're eating and you just feel like you're kind of stagnant or not seeing as much progress as you want. And that's typically the people that schedule discovery calls with me is they want to hear about how they can improve upon what they're already doing. Whereas a lot of the research that's done on, you know, metabolic adaptation is done on people who literally need to lose like 100 or 150 pounds, right? Like they're, they're just very overweight. And metabolic adaptation is dangerous because if you're in a deficit or negative energy balance for too long, or it's too much of a deficit or too negative of an energy balance, then yeah, your body's going to start conserving energy because it's like, dude, Anything you feed us, we're going to hold on to because we don't know when we're going to get fed again, right? And you can actually increase your metabolism by increasing your calories as well because the same is true in the positive way. You, the more you eat, the, the higher your energy expenditure will be. And this is also kind of a part of total daily energy expenditure, okay? How much you expend on a daily basis. It, it takes energy to di digest food. So the more food you eat, the more energy you expend because of that, but also because like your BMR will adapt and adjust. And, um, and that's kind of where we can transition now into talking about like your training and muscle, right? And remember we talked about building muscle. I'll ask you guys this, where do you think you're going to be more able to build muscle in negative energy balance or in positive energy balance? And obviously there's like, you know, maintenance, right? Where you're in the middle. So you're not eating in a surplus and you're not eating in a deficit. You're actually eating at energy balance, meaning you're expending daily just as much as you're intaking. Okay. So they're equal. Okay. Not positive or negative, but equal. So I'll ask you this. Where do you think your body is in the best position to build lean muscle? I don't know why people say lean muscle. Let me just say muscle tissue. Right. You go to the gym, you're doing your weight training, you're pumping iron, you're getting after it and you're in a caloric deficit. Do you think your body is going to be able to build muscle more effectively in a deficit or in a surplus or in, in, at maintenance? And that right there is a million dollar question. Uh, I, I want you guys to like re-listen to this or, or make a note real quick. It is scientifically proven that when you're eating in a caloric surplus, your body will build more muscle. Okay, that's done. Mic drop, please. So 
this is where it gets complicated, right? It's because you're like, well, I want to build lean muscle, but I want to burn fat. Well, how do we burn fat? Burning fat is just about being in a caloric deficit consistently. Okay. And, ha- and, and if your macronutrient distribution, carbs, fat, and protein intake is spot on for your goal of burning fat, then on a daily basis, you should slowly be using fat stores for energy because your body is going to right your body fat and it's saying, Hey, break this tissue down, adipose tissue, convert it to triglycerides, get it into the blood and go to the cells that need energy right now because you're underfeeding us. Right? So that's literally the science behind burning fat. Right? And your training, where does that tie in? Ooh, it's a lot already, guys. So I want to do a podcast on it. But I love it. Like, let's not let's not complicate it. We talked about positive energy balance, negative energy balance. And now we're talking about your training. And I'm saying if you want to build muscle, the best way to do that is to eat in a caloric surplus. If you're new to training, then you can gain muscle eating around your maintenance calories. Just to be real with you guys, because you're new to training. It's a new stimulus for the body. If you're like two years into your training journey and you've been weightlifting for some time or 10 years, you're going to need to be in a pretty significant surplus of calories daily for your body to continue to grow muscle tissue because those opportunity for newbie gains is gone. Okay. Your body is like, this is not a new stimulus to the body. So without getting into numbers, because the numbers are going to be different for everybody. But just understand that if you want to build muscle and burn fat simultaneously, yes, you can do it. But just know that if you want to optimize one or the other, you want to be in a surplus or a deficit. Now, what if you want to do them both at the same time? They're they're not going to be optimal. Okay. And that's why you see people in like a, a bulking phase, right? Where they're eating a ton of food and training really hard, trying to gain muscle. And they're less concerned about their body fat percentage because they understand that, hey, I'm trying, I'm just trying to optimize muscle gains right now. I'm not really worried about body fat. I don't want to gain a lot of body fat, but I really want to focus on, on building muscle and minimizing as much fat gain as possible. And here's the deal. It is virtually impossible for you to build muscle and and, and really build muscle, like seriously stack on some muscle mass and not gain fat while you gain that muscle mass if you're eating in a caloric surplus. Okay. However, you can minimize the amount of fat that you do gain by being just in a conservative surplus of calories every day and, you know, doing other things with your macronutrient distribution to minimize fat mass gain. Okay, and I can help you with that. That's why that's why there's coaches who can help you and assist you with this because it is a very specific process to your lifestyle, to your recovery patterns, to everything that you have going on in your life, all the way down to like how much stress you have. Um, so, you know, without diving into the specifics on that, um, what what about building fat? Or I'm sorry, building muscle and burning fat. Well, here's the deal: is it context matters. Like if you've been underfeeding for some time and you haven't seen positive changes in your body composition, even though you're training your ass off and you're, you know, eating healthy in your mind, you need to start tracking. So you have some data on how much food you're actually eating. Number one. Okay. 
Um, but secondly, you need to get with a coach who can help you assess like, okay, we need to reverse diet this person up to maintenance calories and then drop back into a deficit from there so that their body will respond to that negative energy balance and start burning fat. Okay. And if you continue lifting weights in a caloric deficit, one of the reasons why you are still lifting weights whenever you're dieting is because you're trying to maintain as much muscle as possible while also trying to build muscle, okay? Because it's not impossible to build muscle in a caloric deficit. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's not optimal. So if you really want to burn fat and build muscle simultaneously, here's what you need to do. If you've been training for some time, what you need to do if you've been tracking your calories and let's say you've been eating around maintenance, which honestly, I would argue that you're probably calculating it. Um, majority of people that come to me, I'm not saying this to be offensive. They're just calculating it wrong. They're not really assessing how much they move their bodies on a daily basis, how many steps they get, what their lifestyle's like, what they do for work, what they do on the weekends, all of that stuff matters. Then let's just say you're eating at maintenance. And your body hasn't really been changing. Well, what you can do is you can increase calories for a short period of time to give your body a surplus. And then you can start cutting from there and continue training like you've been training. And what you'll see is the body will respond to that deficit once you start cutting calories because it's seen what it's like to be in a surplus. And now it's seeing what it's like to be in a deficit and it's recognizing it. Okay. So that's kind of cool. Like it really is kind of like a a game with your body. And I've seen this, I've done this personally with myself, like four times now, where I'm in a huge surplus. I'm eating a ton of food and I'm gaining muscle. Let me tell you, the shirts are filling out the arms, the sleeves are tight, the shoulders, I got to go up a size on my shirts, I got to go up a size on my pants. Um, but I'm also like looking in the mirror and be like, okay, there's a little bit of body fat here more than I'm used to. But that's okay. Like I'm, I'm seeing gains in muscle elsewhere. And then I'll go get my body body composition test done, right? I'll go do like a, an in-body or I'll go do a DEXA scan. And the data reveals that, yeah, I am at a higher body fat percentage right now. But I've also added four pounds of lean mass in the past three months, which is super dope, right? Now I know if I go into a deficit and start burning some of that fat and, and continue training my muscles to maintain that four pounds of muscle mass that I've gained, what happens? I'm now plus four pounds of muscle and focused on decreasing body fat or dropping weight, but the muscle's staying there. So now I'm bigger at a leaner physique, right? That, that, that's how it's done. Okay. So the whole thing when it comes to like, oh, I just want to build muscle and burn fat at the same time. Sure, do that. But understand that that is not the best way to view your fitness journey or your physique journey. The best way is to have periods of time where you're focused on gaining mass and periods of time on your where you're focused on burning fat. So that you can optimize your training and diet protocols to fit those goals. When you do them at the same time, it's a little bit more challenging. But yeah, you can eat at your maintenance calories or just in a slight deficit and burn fat slowly over time and continue weight training and building muscle slowly over time. But it might take you a little bit longer to get there. And that's why I encourage you guys to get with a coach that can help you identify what should you be focused on right now? Have you been focusing on the wrong things or have you not been tracking correctly? Is your macronutrient distribution off, which we haven't even talked about, right? Like 
How much protein should I be eating in a deficit versus when I'm in a surplus? How much, how many carbs should I be eating based off my lifestyle and my activity level and my food preferences, right? What, what's the right fat intake to optimize hormone balance when I'm in a deficit versus when I'm in a surplus? And how does this impact my ability at work? Like what if I'm feeling super tired and fatigued at work? Well, maybe it's because you've been underfeeding for too long and your brain is tired too because it's not getting the calories it needs to really function at an optimal level. That's what a coach can do for you. Okay, so I encourage you guys, if you haven't talked to a coach, you're not working with one currently, just schedule a discovery call. Go to gainswithgirds.com and click the link in the top right and schedule a free discovery call and let's just chat about it. Let's just chat about what you've been doing and maybe what you can do to optimize a few things. No strings attached. I love doing that with people because it's it's oftentimes an epiphany for them. And a, a moment where they have that aha and they're like, oh, dude, I can just like kind of dial this in and then I'm on track again. Right. And that's what I want for you guys. I don't want all of this, this online um, and, and Google search just confusing the shit out of you like it did to me because it really is simple. And, and great coaches can really simplify it for you. So I hope today was simple for you. Okay. Remember we talked about like essentially building muscle and burning fat simultaneously. You're really just trying to achieve a body recomp. And I'll be honest with you. If you're not like tracking calories or macros right now, you're going to build muscle and burn fat just by, just by getting your, your calories dialed in and like getting to maintenance calories and, and feeding your body the nutrients it needs. I'm working with two people right now, specifically for the past eight weeks, they joined my roster and they, their goal is to lose weight. Okay. And they work out, you know, three to five times per week. And here's the deal. Since we've been reverse dieting them because they were underfeeding, right? They were eating like not enough food at all on a daily basis and their bodies weren't changing. If anything, they were actually gaining weight, right? They were gaining body fat, even though they were so underfed. That's how much of a caloric deficit they were in because their body just wasn't responding to that negative energy balance like it should. Since we've started increasing calories in their diet to get them to their estimated total daily energy expenditure or their maintenance calories, right? The amount of food that they could eat daily and they wouldn't gain or lose weight. What have they seen? They've seen positive changes in body composition. They have seen a body recomposition where they are burning fat and their muscles are starting to show more, even though they're eating more food. Okay. And I know that maybe that doesn't make sense to you right now, but that's kind of the point of this discovery call is like context matters and it's different for everybody. And I'm going to work with you like on a weekly basis to kind of track progress and get data and, and for you to know the science behind exactly what's going on inside of your body. Okay, so yes, it is possible to build muscle and burn fat at the same time. However, I can share with you, it is my professional opinion, and science also supports the fact that if you focus on one goal over the other for short periods of time, focus on building muscle and then focus on decreasing body fat, and you have seasons within your fitness journey, you're going to be a lot more successful and you're going to achieve your dream physique a lot quicker. Okay. So I'm personally, I'll share this with you guys. I am almost at the end of a deficit and it's almost time for me to start building mass again. So I'll slowly increase calories over time until I'm in a moderate surplus 
and I'll, I'll change up my training to be a little bit more intense because I've got a little bit more energy to use daily. And I will start adding lean mass to my frame. Okay. Whereas over the past 16 to 18 weeks now, I've been in a, um, I started in a moderate deficit and then I went deeper into a pretty severe deficit now. And I've been doing carb cycling to support, you know, intermittent energy restriction, which is something we can talk about on another show so that I can maintain as much of the lean mass that I've gained to this point in my journey while also like shredding fat. And I've literally lost like 10 to 12 pounds now. And the majority of that has been body fat. Okay. And I'm, I'm the biggest and the leanest I've ever been at 228, 226 pounds. Okay. And it feels amazing because I can't wait to, to, to start gaining mass again, get up to like 232, 234, and then go into a deficit again and drop down to 229, 230, and then do that again and do it again and do it again. And just that cycle. And eventually I'll be at my dream physique of 260 pounds of 10% body fat. The same is true for you. Whatever goal you have, like we can do that. You can do that. You have the ability. You just have to have the right information and the right protocols laid out for you. And that's exactly what I want to do with you on your discovery call. So go to gamesofgirds.com. There's a link in the top right that says schedule a free discovery call. Do it. I can't wait to speak with you. And in the meantime, if you guys have questions, comments, concerns, hit me up on Instagram. Like I'll do a show on some of y'all's questions and y'all's feedback. But thank you so much for listening to the show. I, I truly love being your virtual support system. And I would love to just kind of form a deeper connection with the listeners. So um, don't hesitate to reach out, guys. I love y'all. Go tear it up. Finish your week off strong. And I'll see you back here next week on the 23 Hours Podcast. Love y'all. Bye, guys.